This is the Jail Ministry Podcast. The J-A-I-L, or Jesus Acts and Inmates Lives Ministry, is Christ-centered and provides programs focused on the prevention and intervention for the incarcerated. Jail Ministry also provides support to offenders, criminal justice professionals, victims, and their families. Thank you for your continued financial assistance. For more information, visit jailmen.org. Now, here's today's lesson. God bless you, my brothers and sisters. This is your brother Walton, Reverend Walton from Bell County Jail one more time. And uh, thank God for being with you again. Go ahead and take your Bibles and turn to uh, 1 Kings, no, 2 Kings chapter 2. And uh, we have there in chapters in chapter 2, verses 1 through 14, we have the great prophet Elijah. And his name is E-L-I-J-A-H. And it means Yahweh is my God. We have him being taken up to heaven in a whirlwind. He never dies a natural death. And a lot of people believe he'll be one of the prophets during the tribulation period. Because the Bible says, as it appointed unto man, once to die, and after that, the judgment. And of course, over in uh, Genesis, we have Enoch, who also was translated, just taken up by God. A chariot of fire will get Elijah. And then his protege is a man named Elisha, E-L-I-S-H-A. Amen. And uh, um, I, I'd like to do this. The Lord laid it on my heart to do it. And normally I get my message ready on Monday for Wednesdays. And the Lord didn't give me nothing on Monday. So I said, I wonder what I'm going to do. And then Tuesday by 6 p.m., I still didn't have nothing. And uh, it's uh, uh, it's 12.30, 1 o'clock here in Texas, and we're filming or, or recording on Wednesday. And I was thinking, man, less than 24 hours. I said, well, maybe we ain't going to do it tomorrow. And uh, me and my wife did our daily devotion, and we read chapter 2. And there was no doubt in my mind, this is what God wants for God's people today. Amen. So we'll read the first eight verses. By now, you've turned to 2 Kings chapter 2. I pray you're praying. I pray you understand baptism better. That's the last two messages we did. Uh, the first one kind of explains spiritual baptism versus water baptism, what, what spiritual baptism is for, and sealing in the body and what water baptism is for, outward profession of faith and, uh, and obedience to what God told you to do. And now we're looking at this right here, totally different subject. Thank God for it. Pray for jail ministry. Uh, we had 36,000 views last month or February, something like that. I know the number 36 is right, but I can't remember exactly if it was February or March or whatever. But that's a lot. And we pray this ministry is effective. This is the word of God. Uh, you can believe it or not believe it. This is not man's word. This is not my word. This is not my uh, this, that, and the other. God word, all scripture is given by inspiration of God. And, you are, and it's profitable. And you ought to listen to it. And you ought to heed it. He's got some good training in here. Let's read a few verses, have a word of prayer, and we'll get to our lesson for today. And it came to pass when the Lord was about to take up Elijah into heaven by a whirlwind. That Elijah went with Elisha from Gilgal. Verse 2, then Elijah said to Elisha, stay here please, for the Lord has sent me 
to Bethel. Uh, excuse me, on to Bethel. But Elisha said, as the Lord lives and as your soul lives, I will not leave you. So they went down to Bethel. Amen. Verse 3. Now the sons of the prophet, these are Bible college students is what we call them today, or seminary students, amen. So there's evidently a Bible college in Bethel, and there's one uh, 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 in Gilgal as well, all right. Verse 3, now the sons of the prophets who were at Bethel came out to Elijah and said to him, do you know that the Lord will take away your master from over you today? And there's a question mark. Watch what he says. And he said, yes, I know. Keep silent. There's some teaching and some uh, uh, principles and, and some philosophy from God. Right in all that. Amen. The word philosophy means love of knowledge. Well, the knowledge that he's doing there, he didn't directly say anything to you, but he's showing you the character and the nature of this man. Elisha comes from a rich family. When Elijah came by and tapped him on the shoulder a few chapters ago, uh, in, uh, well, in chapter one, what he was doing, and he said, uh, well, well, okay, I'll follow you, but let me go bury him. my mom and daddy, or let me go do this. He said, no, he just went on. And he, he said, all right, and he, and he killed all those yokes of oxen and burned up all that farm equipment, plows made out of wood, used in the burn, and offered it all up to God. What Elijah is showing Elijah is I'm sold out to God. I'm sold out to the work of the ministry. God didn't already called him. God called me in 1979. I didn't act on the call until 1994 or 96 or something like that. I can't remember exactly. All right. But I realized, I said, God wants me to do something. And finally, I got in my mind. You know what? A lot of you are like that. You, you may or may not have been called to full-time service, but you've been called to do something. Are you going to say what he says? What did he say down there? I will not leave you. So they went down to Bethel. As the Lord lives and as your soul lives, I will not leave you. I am steadfast. I'm steadfast with jail ministry. All right. I'm here to the end. Amen. I'm 64 years old. I ain't going nowhere else. Amen. This is it. This is what he called me to. Should have been here 20 years ago. But I finally did get here, amen. May not have got here on time, but I got here eventually, amen. Some of us are slow uptake people, amen. Verse 4. Then Elijah said to him, Elijah, stay here, please. For the Lord has sent me on to Jericho. You know, that's the second time he's told him, stay here. I'm going on somewhere. Please stay here. No, no, it's a test. It's a test. It is discomfort. They, they can't get in their pickup truck. They can't get in their air-conditioned SUV. They can't get in their uh, a Cadillac Escalade with, with a, a self-drive pilot and all this other stuff, massage seats and all this stuff. No, they got to get there walking on Pat and Charlie, 10, 12, 20, 30 miles. He comes from a rich, affluent family, and he left all of what to human beings would be the great, he left all the, he says, as my soul lives, as the Lord lives, and as your soul lives, I will not leave you. Why? God has told me to follow you. God has told me to follow jail ministry. Go with this, amen? This is where I want you at. This is what I want you to do. Man, be sold out to it. Be sold out to it. 
Um, so they came to Jericho. That was the second place he went to. Verse 5. So, so the son of the prophets were at Bethel and at Jericho, not at Gilgal. So I, 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 I just want to correct that there, what I said. Verse 5. Now the sons of the prophets who were at Jericho came to Elijah. These are different men. Different Bible college students come to him and said to him, now they said to Elisha, the protege who's going to take over, said to him, do you know that the Lord will take away your master from over you today? Question mark. So he answered, yes, I know. Keep silent. We don't need to brag about you. You're uplifting. Do you know he's going to take him away? You're uplifting me. I want to uplift God. I'll uplift Elijah, but I don't want to uplift me. Amen. I'll lift up the work of God. I'll lift up what God's doing in the place that we're doing it out of. Amen. But I don't want to, because God's blessed all that. God's in that. No, no. Be quiet. I am nothing and he is everything. Amen. I'm not some worm and all this other stuff. People go overboard with it. I'm not talking about preachers, liberals who try to make us look like we're crazy. No, no. You know what? I'm a dad. When I had my first child in, in, in less than six hours, I took over 332 pictures of my daughter. She's a little baby like all other little babies. She just laying there like this. All she do is poop and pee and eat all right, and sleep. Amen. But, but man, she was our life. This is his baby. We were nothing. She was everything in that house for maybe eight, nine, ten months. And uh, by the way, she's still loving, uh, living for God. Father's Day just passed. She sent me a text. She called me up. She even sent me a gift. Amen. My son that lives here in this area, he came over with his wife and kids, sent me a gift. That's a testament us raising them for Christ. Amen. It's not that I'm so good. If I raised them the way I wanted to be, they wouldn't be having nothing to do with me. Amen. But boy, I raised them the way God said, and God blessed it. Train up a child in ways you go. When he's old, he will not depart. Amen. It worked. Verse five again. Now the sons of the prophet were at Jericho, came to Elijah and said to him, do you know that the Lord will take away your master from over you today? So he answered, yes, I know it. Keep silent. Verse uh, eight. Then Elijah said to him, stay here, please, for the Lord has sent me on to the Jordan, the Jordan Valley of the Jordan River in that area. Amen. Sent me on. And he said, please, for the Lord has sent me. This is the third time. And you notice it's three different sequences. First it's Bethel. Uh, then it's uh, Jericho. And, and then it's the Jordan. Amen. Now, I know from Bethel to, to Jericho to 16 miles. I don't know about you. I don't think I'd be walking six miles a day in Texas. It's 102 degrees outside today. Even if it was colder than that, 16 miles. I don't know if I could walk 16 miles anymore. Amen. And, uh, uh, and I don't know if you could either. All right. And uh, um, so now they went from Bethel and the sons of the prophet. They went down there. Now, let me read these two to you and I'm going to stop and we'll have a word of prayer. But he said, as the Lord lives and as you, your soul lives, I will not leave you. The Lord lives, Elisha said, and in your soul, I will not leave you. Eventually, we're going to turn to 1 Corinthians 15, 58, and it says, Be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. Amen. 
Some of y'all say, I ain't no minister about any of the work of the Lord. Being a godly husband, a godly spouse, a godly father, a godly parent, a good neighbor, a good citizen of your community, a good church member, always abounding in the work of the Lord. Amen. When Paul wrote that, he was talking to the Corinthian church. He was talking to all believers. That was a bad church. He said, I don't care if you're in a bad church or a good church. Be always abounding in the work of the Lord. Elisha was always abounding, following his earthly master, which in the Bible means teacher, leader. He was always abounding, following that man. Once he had called him, I believe it was one chapter uh, earlier and so forth, you know. And uh, um, let me move on. So we'll get this verse seven and 50 men of the sons of the prophet went and stood facing them at a distance. They're down at the Jordan. Now there wasn't a school down, but there were 50 of the prophets had followed them from them. Two other schools, 25 and 25. I don't know the breakdown. Verse eight. Now Elijah took his mantle, rolled it up. A mantle is like a cloak or like a vest. All right. He rolled it up, took it off, rolled up. Elijah took it off. This is the man who defeated the prophets of Baal. This is the man who defeated Jezebel. This is the man who defeated Ahab. All right. Took it and struck the waters at the Jordan River. That's why I said it's the Jordan Valley or the Jordan River. I think it's the river. He struck the waters. And the water stopped on this side and that side. And opened. And they both walked through as on dry ground. Think about this. Elisha would have never experienced this Moses and Joshua type moment from 500 years earlier. He would have never experienced this moment if he had not went with his master, if he had stayed way back there at Gilgal or Bethel, amen, or, 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 or at Jericho. He would have never experienced this moment I cannot tell you how many moments that have happened in my life that we were able to be a blessing to a man or a church or a community because we were following Christ. I cannot tell you what a blessing we were to our children, my wife, Andrea and I, because we were following Christ. Our children are successful, happy people now today. Why is that? Because they are following Christ. Who taught them to follow Christ? They didn't have to accidentally stumble on it like the daddy did, like the mama did. They didn't have to accidentally fall into it or something or this, that, and the other, or God had to search them out and, and, and pull them in. I said accidentally it was God. It was a God thing that got me into this. Amen? Train up a child in the way he should go. That's definitely talking about Making God number one. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Then all these things will be added unto you. Our children were purposely raised for Jesus Christ. Our family was purposely that way. The church we go to. The people we hang out with. Alright, let's have a word of prayer. Father, thank you for your mercy and grace. I know the introduction was kind of long. I pray you would bless dear Heavenly Father. Touch all these men and women's hearts. And uh, pray that they will see greater days ahead in their Christian walk than behind. I pray they faithfully read their Bible. I pray they faithfully pray. I pray they faithfully uh, memorize a verse every week, dear Heavenly Father. I pray they have a devotion. They learn, start having devotions to you, which is reading, praying, and memorizing your word. And, and, and take that 
uh, behavior with them outside when they get out of the, uh, the, the jailhouse or the prison house. And if they're a lifer, I pray they do it while they're in prison. Where, wherever you've given them to minister at, whether it's in Gilgal, whether it's in Bethel, whether it's in Jericho, whether it's at the Jordan, dear Heavenly Father, I pray they would minister to you with all their heart, mind, and soul and body. And they would glorify you with their life. Because that's what you put us here to do. Whether we, whether we eat or therefore drink, whatsoever we do, we pray we do it all to the glory of God. Pray for jail ministry. Pray for us to see greater days than behind. Thank you for these podcasts. Thank you for these recordings. Help everything work out. Hinder the works of Satan and the devil. We're going into jail tonight and tomorrow night. we got classes, dear Heavenly Father. I pray you get all honor and glory from it all. In Christ's name, amen. So go back with me, and I got three points, three times, three different different destinations. Three times, three different destinations. That's point number one. And Hebrews 11.6, without faith, it's impossible to please him. What you need to ask yourself, are you where God wants you to be? Are you faithful to going where he wants you to go? You know what? God may want you to go to a church not because it's a bad church, because it's a good church and they're preaching what you want to hear. Say, well, they don't play the kind of music I want, but they preach real good. You need to go for the preaching. Amen. And by the way, God knows you're like that. He's testing you just like he allowed Elijah to test him to see how faithful he would be because he comes from a rich family. He comes from having servants. He comes from having so many oxen to buy so much land. They're massively, by what they're saying, they would be having like 10 John Deere tractors, million dollar tractors. They're planting hundreds of thousands of acres. They're well off. He leaves all of that. He has nothing but a donkey and the Bible and God. And he goes out and evangelizes the whole northern 10 tribes, uh, what was known as Israel at that time. And he was tremendously successful. So there's three different destination definitions. And then are you humble? The sons of the prophets. Let me read it to you. I pointed it out before. As the Lord lives. No, 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 no. There it is. Now the sons of the prophets who were at Bethel came out to Elijah and said to him, Do you know that the Lord will take away your master from over you today? And he said, Yes, I know. Keep silent. Are you humble? Or is this thing all about you and I'm great? I got news for you. Our best is but filthy rags. Isaiah 64, 6 from God. Amen. Don't make it all about you. Make it all about Jesus and lifting him up. You know what? Jesus went back to heaven. He said, it's good. I go back to heaven. I'll send the helper, the helper or the comforter down to you. Amen. Or the spirit of truth down to you. But if I don't go back, I can't send him back to you. You're all sad that I'm going back there. Let me, let me tell you what my point is in saying all that. You know what? The comforter came down and what he's going to do is uplift Jesus. What do we need to do? If the Holy Spirit, God, the third person of the Trinity, uplifts Jesus, who should we uplift? But none other than Jesus Christ himself and him crucified, put to death, that's what crucified is, and risen on the third day. Lift him up. He said, if I be lifted up, I'll draw all men to me. What are these podcasts about? Lifting up Jesus. 
What was Elisha trying to do? And what did Elijah do in his ministry in his time? He's trying to follow the man who's lifting him up and I'm going to help him. I'm going to hold his arms up. Amen. And I'm going to do all I can uh, to help him do it. Amen. And the fourth one is the Mosaic, excuse me, the uh, 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 the third one is uh, uh, the, the, the humbleness of this. And then the Mosaic like miracle where they crossed the Red Sea and they tapped that Red Sea. And lo and behold, it just opens up. Amen. So we had three different destinations. We had uh, uh, um, the humbleness of the uh, prophet. Uh, when they, when they, when the sons of the prophet tried to lift him up, when the Bible college students tried to lift him up, and then we had the prophet, "I will not leave you, uh, as the Lord lives and as your soul lives. I will not leave you or forsake you. I'm going to follow you. I'm going to stay with you. Amen. That's where I'm at now today. I pray you're there. That's verses three, five, and seven. Most of this is covered, and 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 uh, and those verses right there. And uh, we got ten minutes left. So y'all, y'all bear with me. Amen. So, uh, uh, verse, uh, chapter two, verse one, it came to pass when the Lord was about to take Elijah into heaven by a whirlwind that Elijah went with Elisha from Gilgal. Then Elijah said to uh, uh, Elisha, stay here, please, for the Lord has sent me on to Bethel. But Elijah said, as the Lord lives and as your soul is, I will not leave you. So they went down to Bethel. Now the sons of the prophet who were there at Bethel came out to Elijah and said to him, Do you not know that your Lord will be taken to your master today? And he said, Yes, I know. Keep silent. Then Elijah said to him, and then the second place, Jericho. Amen. And all of those repeat. And, and uh, I want to point out to you again, as, uh, as the Lord lives. Amen. And, and uh, just steadfast, amen. Humble, uh, y'all stay quiet. You now, quit, quit trying to lift this up, amen. Faithful, I, I don't care how rough the journey is. I'm gonna follow you. I'm gonna be the man to take over for you. You don't need to worry. I'm gonna be a faithful servant, amen. And uh, I try to show myself faithful around here. Well, you old man, why you got to do all that? Because that's just, as long as you ain't got dirt in your face, we got these testimonies right here to tell us how to behave. Amen. The Bible, all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable. Amen. That's how I know. Skip down. I'm not going to do all three of those where he's in Bethel, Jericho, then over at the Jordan. And uh, some of the prophets follow him. Amen. And, uh, um, um, Verse eight. Now Elijah took his, uh, excuse me, took his mantle, all right, or cloak. Like I said, it's like a vest or an outward thing that they would wear. Took it off, rolled it up, amen. Struck the waters. It was divided this way and so in that way. Watch this. This is just like when Moses did the Red Sea, but the only thing now they're doing it at a river at a time when it's harvest time. So it's probably in the spring, excuse me, yes, in the spring when the snow's melting and the water's real high and all of a sudden it stops and it just gets to be a heap over here and they walk through, the Bible says. He struck the water and it was divided this way and that so that the two of them crossed over on dry ground. Water is a symbol of life, but here in this place, right here, what Moses did and what Joshua did, they could walk through. They could experience this blessing. They could be blessed by it. We have these three series of events going on. And by the way, one of the things you ought to know in the Bible, whenever you see a repetition of something, 
God's trying to point something out to you. Boy, I tell you, I can't tell you how hard the Holy Spirit came on me. I knew this was the message. I knew it was. Man, and I knew these truths were for me and for you. Amen. So verse nine. And so it was. Now they crossed through on dry ground. All right. Mary said, please, please stay over. No, no, I'm going with you. Sons of the prophet. Do you not know he's he's going to be taken up today? I understand that. Be quiet. And he followed along. And so as they crossed over that Elijah said to Elisha, ask what may I do for you before I am taken away from you? Watch what he says. This is this is like Jabez's prayer where he says, Lord, enlarge my coast. Some people say, oh, he's greedy. He's, he's arrogant or he, he's prideful. No, I want you to enlarge my coast here at jail that I might do something great for you, dear Heavenly Father, that we might do something great that we can use all this life that you've given us and all this strength and glorify your son, Jesus Christ. And we might have a national revival. You don't know. It might start with you wherever you're at or when you get out. Elijah said, please let a double portion of your spirit be upon me. This is just like Jabez's prayer, a double portion. This is the portion he'll call him my father, the horse of Israel, the the great. he'll, He'll have all these names for him. He's not his biological. He's his spiritual father. He said, let me have a double portion of whatever you've done. I see you, brother. Five minutes left, y'all. And so Elijah said to Elijah, you have asked a hard thing. Nevertheless, if you see me when I am taken from you, it shall be so for you. But if not, it shall not be so. Verse uh, 12 down there says, uh, uh, um, and Elijah saw it when he was taken up in the whirlwind. Therefore, he's going to get a double portion. The Bible records 10 of Elijah's miracles and 20 of Elisha's. Amen. They did many more miracles than that of peace. But God is letting you know in his word, I fulfilled my, my obligation. I said he'd get a double portion and he got a double portion. That is what a what the oldest son would get of material stuff. He's asking for the spiritual blessing. Uh, if it would be the oldest son. Amen. And he got it. Amen. And uh, uh, um Romans 12, 16 talks about being humble. Hebrews 5, 11 through 12 talks about, are you a teacher? He was humble. He was a teacher and he was faithful and he was steadfast. Acts 8, 31 says, how can I understand what some man is saying unless some man guide me? Have you got yourself equipped so you can teach? Amen. Exodus 14, 15 to 31. That's where the Red Sea crossing, very similar to this crossing. Joshua 3, 14 to 15. That's where Joshua crossed over from the uh, uh, Amorite side to the Jewish side, amen, or to the promised land side. And God opened up that uh, uh, Jordan River for him, amen. So so let me go on down here and... Uh, uh, Got that, the inheritance of a... So we want to go down to 10 and 11. And uh, we've already... uh, uh, Verse 11. Then it happened as they continued on and talked that suddenly a chariot of fire. This is a procession of angels pulling a fiery chart. I see it, brother. 
appeared and the horses of fire and separated the two of them. And Elijah went up by a whirlwind into heaven. Amen. But why did God do all that? What a faithful man he has been. What a faithful soul he has been. And took him up because of his, his, his uh, faithfulness. When he was running from Jezebel and running from the, the bad people, he said, I and I alone have been jealous for God. Have you been jealous for God? Have you sold yourself out for God? This man did. Amen. And he got a crown. He got a reward and everybody could see it. They said, he's an old crazy man while he was preaching. God bless you. We got two minutes left. And then Elijah, Yahweh is my God. Amen. And then Elisha, God is my salvation or God saves me. Amen. He left that cloak. Verse 13. He also took up the mantle of Elijah had fallen from him and went back and stood by the bank of the Jordan. Then he took the mantle of Elijah had fallen on him and struck the water and said, where is the Lord God of Elijah? And when he had struck, the water was divided. He was able to do the same, same miracle going back across the Jordan, symbolically going back into the promised land to teach people how to get right and to be right with God. That's what we're doing here at jail ministry. I pray you pray for us and we'll pray for you. There's a little bit more here. I'm not going to get it all out. Amen. And uh, verse 12, and Elijah saw it and he cried out, my father, my father, the chariot of Israel and its horsemen. So he saw him no more and he took hold of his own clothes and tore them in pieces. And he took and he also took up the mantle of Elijah that had fallen from him. He didn't need his own clothes anymore. Amen. So let's pray. And I pray you read that story and you put those principles of faithfulness, steadfastness and, and, and dependability on God so he can reward you in due time. Father, thank you for your word. Thank you for these truths you put in the Bible. I pray the inmates would listen to them and see how to get blessed by being a faithful man like Elijah and Elisha. And to follow somebody who's teaching the truth, no matter what they look like even if they're in camel skins. In Christ Jesus' name, amen.